This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I have a very simple um, job to do tonight. And um, because it's going to be like a teaching, six points, you might want to take your notepad or your pen and let us just roll. Amen. What am I speaking on tonight? Very simple. How to sustain the overflow. Tell anybody how to sustain the overflow. How many of us, don't you mom me please, how many of us you've started expressing the overflow? Let me see your hands. Don't lie, you. we are in church. That's what I said. <laughs> you've started seeing those extras in the normal glory I've, I've started seeing them so how do we sustain the overflow that is presupposing I'm already assuming that you know you are already in the overflow amen so what I was going to say is that whether you raised your hand or not you're already in the overflow. Tell anybody you're already in the overflow. You are already in the overflow. How do, ask your neighbor, how do you know you're in the overflow? Answer your neighbor. Yeah, I said to give the answer. Answer. <laughs> how do you know you're already in the overflow? Can somebody tell me? I like teaching. Can somebody tell me? You can't keep up. Fantastic. Somebody else. How do you know you are already in the overflow? You are not where you used to be. Good. I'm still looking for, for the answer. How do you know you are already in the overflow? Anybody? Come on, Lord of David. Okay, fantastic. How do you know you are already in the overflow? Oh my. Pastor Abi will say, there is nothing I want to preach. I shall go there. You know you are already in the overflow because God said it. End of story. Bam! Listen, whether you are already physically expecting or not, uh, yeah. you see, and there's a reason why I'm starting here because my number one point in sustaining the overflow is what? You must stick to the word of prophecy. Somebody say stick to the word of prophecy. It does not matter whether you are expressing it physically right now or not. So I know I'm in the overflow not because I have extra money. I know I'm in the overflow because God says so. This point is so, it's so simple but it's, so, it's the foundation. If we don't get it, we can as well just stay here until we get it. Hallelujah. I know I am in the overflow not because I have more money. I got a promotion. I know I'm in the overflow because God said it. If God didn't say it and I got a promotion, that might not necessarily be overflow. Did you hear what I just said? Amen? God said it. That settles it. Is that true? Not completely. Just already gave us the original, so why, why did you fail it? Okay, but we'll get there. So, number one point 
sustaining the overflow. Stick to the word of prophecy. Second Peter chapter 1, let's see verse 19 to 21. Come on, scripture. Are you there? Okay, media is sleeping. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed. I always use the New King James for clarity. Which you do well to eat as a light that shines in darkness until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. Knowing this force that no prophecy is of scripture is of any private interpretation. Look at verse 21. For prophecy never came by the will of man. Now there's a reason I'm reading this scripture in particular. Many times, you know, church people, New Year, pastor will say something. And we just go with the flow. It's our year of light, our year of peace. We just go with the flow. Everywhere, all over Nigeria. At least I'm sure of Nigeria. <laughs> Every local church or most local churches tag their year something. It is very easy to fall into the assumption that it was pastor that said it. Did you hear what you said? The prophecy did not come by the will of pastor. Do you actually believe what I'm saying? It has implication for the other things I'm going to say. If you don't believe it, then something can happen to the word in your life that you don't want. Hallelujah. For the prophecy never came by the will of man. That's, it. That's what I want to take from this scripture. Now let's open um, Hebrews 2.1. The prophecy did not come by the will of pastor. God gave it to us through his servant. Do you believe that? Remember how to sustain the overflow. He said, therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things that we have heard. Less what? Less what? I, I need somebody for illustration. Brawale, please come. He's, he's my friend, so. Let's give the more earnest eat to the things we have heard, lest we drift away from them. If you are what I've heard, how do I make sure that what I've heard, I experience it? It's by staying with what I've heard. Now, because we are in close proximity, it can tell me something else. Right? It can touch me. If you have something, you know, in a sense to give me, you have money, you have pocket. I will return it, don't bring it. <laughs> don't let them see. Don't give me all the pot, the pot so that they will not see. Okay. Because I am sticking with the word of prophecy, everything is supposed to produce. No matter what it is, whether it's true, like we are like the same size. So if you remove the shoe and I wear it, it will fit me. Are you getting it? But if I drift away, it's still there. There is nothing wrong with the word. The word is there, it's potent, it's active, it's sharper than any other word. But me, I don't work out. Whatever the word is supposed to produce in my life, it will not produce. Why? Proximity. Lack of proximity. Hallelujah. That's what the word. I'm trying to simplify it as much as possible. I, I, I want it to be practical. Now, now let me now explain what I just said. 
with the parable of the sower. Thank you, sir. Because how, what happens? How do we drift from the word? Jesus explained it in the parable of the sower. Matthew chapter 13. Let's read from verse 18. I'm reading from verse 18 because like, that's where the explanation starts. You already he spoke the parable and you know, the disciples were now asking him. So he said, therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it. That's the first problem. See, problem number one. That's how people start drifting. See, I'm making it practical because I can do the analogy. I'm like, ah, it's true. You drift. How do you drift? Number one, you do not understand the word you heard. And does not, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart because he doesn't understand it. He just heard what he did not go back to seek for understanding. So, this is who received the seed by the wayside. Verse 20. But he will receive the seed on the stony, stony places. This is he who hears the word, immediately receives it with joy, you know shout yeah you know and yet has no root in himself but endures only for a while for when tribulation and persecution arises because of the word that's the second thing that word that you have received there will be situation that will arise the only reason why they arise is because you receive the word if you didn't receive that word of overflow they won't arise It means that you will face some things this year that will be totally opposite overflow. It's scripture. What will now determine whether that will take you away from the word of the prophecy that you've heard is whether you have roots. <laughs> I promise myself I will not, I will be calm because this thing needs to sink these practical steps sustaining the overflow. Amen. Don't worry, this point is the longest explanation because it's the foundation. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. So we're talking about the word that we have received. Our year of the overflow. There will be circumstances that will arise because you have received the word. And they will be contrary to the word that you have received. So what will you do? At that point, hallelujah. Let me continue. Then he who received seed among the tongues is he who hears the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. This is so powerful. Look at, you know, <laughs> the cares of this world and, so that is not the same thing. Am I making sense? The cares of this world. What are the cares of this world? Many things. <laughs> Including social media. Amen. Cares of this world. 
the things that we need, basically. Food, shelter, those, those things that we really want. It's interesting, right? That some, you know, some of the things that the word can produce can take you away from the word. Did you hear what I just said? And did this deceitfulness of riches. Now, this tells me something. If your position about God's word is always, let me receive God, God's word so that I can become richer. You have a problem. There's a problem. That, that it's already a problem. Because first of all, the depth that the word takes us to is spirit before any manifestation of physical so when we receive the word what should be happening is that we should be taking root remember that other verse the deceitfulness of riches will choke the word can you imagine do, do you now understand why people travel out and the time is yearning do you understand now it's scripture the moment you allow yourself in that space you are gone I tell people that if you travel out and you start saying that oh, there is nothing to pray for, that means you were not praying rightly before. It's as simple as that. How many times have you heard pastors say that he really prays for himself? But the only people that will say that is that is when two hours, hey, Oluwa, she, Baba, she, that's your problem. Do we pray for ourselves? Yes. But if that is the main dish in your prayer, no, sir. Do you walk on the road and you feel like praying and the Holy Spirit says you are praying for somebody in Indonesia? See, there are dimensions that, you see, some of times when we are praying or when we talk, in my mind, I'm like, oh, Lord, have mercy. We have a long way to go. Hallelujah. You are praying, and in, for two hours, you are not praying for yourself or your family. Some of us, we cannot pray for five minutes if we are not praying for ourselves. That's why when you go out and you see small lights and water that is running, and what else? Good roads. Everything finishes. Because you have conditioned, you see, your relationship with Jesus is transnational. So the moment that is removed from the equation, you ah, me need Jesus. The problem is not that you don't need Jesus again. The problem is that in the first place, you didn't know him. Did you hear me? You didn't, you didn't know him. Don't let me dwell too much on that. But I believe I've spoken to us. Then Jesus now said, but he will receive seed on the good ground. Is he who hears the word understands it who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundred fold some sixty fold some thirty fold he understands it bears fruit and produces hallelujah so what do you understand by the overflow now I'm not talking about the English what is the interpretation of the spirit to you how do I explain now? 
interpretation of the overflow to Pastor Bele will be different from to Pastor Ayo. Will be different from to Director Buki. Do you understand? It's not going to be the same thing. Ah. Am I speaking Greek? I'm speaking Greek. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's not going to be the same thing. What is the interpretation of the overflow to you, to your family? There is one corner I want to go, but if I go there, I might not go to the rest of the points. I want to enter faith because, you see, this year, the just shall live by faith. You must live by faith if you experience the fullness of God. I think I will get in one of the points. I would, I would, I would, I would get in one of the points. Hallelujah. So, what's the first point? Stick to the word of prophecy. All right. Second point. Now, I'm using this first word intentionally. Run from complaining and murmuring. Run. Not, not run from complaining and murmuring. Because this year, as you are here, what's the name? Okay, don't say it. The name of that woman that they just carried in uh, humanitarian, something, 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 something. As you are hearing the, that news, you'll be hearing another one, you'll be hearing another one, you'll be hearing another one. It will be like everything has scattered. I'm serious. This year, the prices of food will not come down. It's not, I'm not cursing. I'm saying exactly what's going to happen. And, and for me, I'm not, I'm not even saying it um, prophetically. If you understand the economics of everything that is happening, you will know. It's not coming down. And since God has not said it to come down, that's the only thing that can make it come down. Amen. God has not told me to come down. Has he told you to come down? I know as Christians, we like to, we like to we'll cook things up and call it faith. I've gone there again. I'll come back faith does not even start except God has spoken to you. You cannot cook something up and say it's faith and say you are walking by faith. That's why most of us are getting into trouble. It's called presumption. Hallelujah. Run from complaining and murmuring. Don't agree to anything contrary to God's word. Hallelujah. If you say at all that slang that they say now, don't grieve for anybody. Number one, don't be saying it. But if you say it at all, say I will not grieve for Satan. I will not grieve for anything that is contrary to the word of God. When it started, I put on my sister, I said, in all this, your I was saying don't better grieve for the Holy Spirit. You before you enter God. Amen. Do not agree with anything that is contrary. You know what murmuring is? You know when you're murmuring, you're actually speaking. It's a kind of confession. It's just like a nonsense confession. So instead of you to be saying the word of God, do you understand what I'm saying? Why do you think it's important? It's because you are creating your own atmosphere. <laughs> My brother, you can live in Goshen inside Egypt. 
So mind what you are saying. Don't call the confederacy what they call a confederacy. Hallelujah. Do not fear their fear. Nobody is making it in Nigeria. I don't know about you, but I know many people are making it. Pastor Sola is making it. Pastor Bunga is making it. Pastor Wade is making it. Pastor Wade. At least I know of these people that are making it. You can say it for yourself too. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't murmur. You open newspaper or you go online. You see, you know, especially if you like Twitter. Those Twitter people. And you too, ah, it's true. Some of you will even type. You know, you join the thread. You'll be talking. You'll be talking. You are murmuring. You are confessing. You are creating an atmosphere for your life. It's dangerous. Hallelujah. That scripture I, I, I quoted is Isaiah 8, 11 to 12. Do not call a confederacy. Do not fear their threats. Do not fear their fear. Hallelujah. Third point. I told you practical steps. Now let's, you know, the first two we're feeling like warnings and now let's let, let's go to the third point. Create multiple opportunities for God to bless you. Sustaining the overflow. Create multiple opportunities for God to bless you. <laughs> this one I'm talking to myself too. Create multiple opportunities for increase. Enlarge the place of your tent. In Second Kings chapter four, verse um, one to six, that story of um, Elisha and um, one of the wives of the prophet in the time of famine, that common story. Verse two says, and Elisha said to her, "What shall I do for you? Tell me. What do you have in the house?" And she said, "Your maidservant has nothing in the house." For a jar of oil. Number one, it is never true that you don't have anything. Thank God she caught herself on time. Nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Hallelujah. But a jar of oil is not enough. You need jars of oil. Did you hear me? You need jars of oil. So, are you walking in a place? Create another opportunity for God to bless you. Do something else start a business by the side i do not say go and leave your job before the, the, the start a business by the side make an investment somewhere don't do kalokalo when i say investment i don't i'm not talking about mmmo i'm not talking about quick money oh amen let me be clear about these days this is our generation we are special we want the money now 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 nobody wants to grow organically just you just you just you just you know, you have two million. Instead of you to grow it organically, you carry it. You go and give it to somebody. See, money will not go. You know, they always be the comfort you. It's one of the things that he does. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Create multiple opportunities for increase. <laughs> I wanted to call somebody's name. I will not call her name. But God is talking to you. Create multiple opportunities for increase. Let there be points that God can move. When he said it will, um, um, the riches of the Gentiles, <laughs> it, it's not as if you go and steal it now. I hope you know. It's not as if you are going to wake up and see one gala must go. It's not, it's not, um, um, <laughs> it's not Yahoo Plus. 
you create opportunities. I, I don't want to go in depth because I believe iPhone will help with that and many other things, but you need to create multiple. If there is something in your mind, since maybe like writing a book, write a book. That one I'm talking to myself. Because I even have a book I've written and I've not done anything about it. It's time to say the somebody amen. Create multiple opportunities for increase. Tell anybody say create multiple opportunities for increase. Elisha said, go borrow vessels from everywhere. Say from your neighbors. Look around you. There are opportunities to make money. I'm serious. Allow the Holy Spirit to interpret to you what is happening. From your neighbors. Say, do not gather just a few. Hallelujah. Amen. And as many as the vessels we lay down, it will overflow. I thought I would hear amen. As many as the vessels you lay down will overflow. Fourth point. Because it's the year of the overflow, one of the ways to sustain it, God does not like wastage. One of the ways to sustain it is to embrace collaboration. Am I making sense? Embrace collaboration. Because what will happen to some of us is that the rate at which things will start coming to you will be so fast, it might exceed your capacity to operate those things. At that point, you know you need collaboration. Let me give you one scripture so that we just see. Luke chapter 5. Let's read from verse 3 to 7. Let me just read. And then he got into the, one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked them to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boats. And when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Simon said, Bros, <laughs> Master, we have toyed all night and caught nothing. But thank God. He said, Nevertheless, at your word, at the word of the overflow, I will move. I will let down the net. And when they had done this, let me pause a little. It is not enough for you to hear the word. If you don't do anything about it, nothing will happen. You know, sometimes you can even say, at your word, and you still not do anything. At your word, Lord, I will do it. You, the moment you get out of the gate, you don't finish. You have forgotten yourself. It happens so it happens to me sometimes. I know you are so genuine. You know, that's why Pastor says that when you are receiving the word, make a decision immediately. Ah, the devil is not playing, no. You just go out in one hour. Maybe the next time you remember what Pastor said is next time you come to church, you'll be like, ah. So I just um, 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 post a little there because the Bible says, and when they had done this, they acted on the instruction of that word. They caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Overflow. Someone say overflow. Verse 7. Look at, what, look at what they did. And so they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and what? Somebody say collaboration. Listen, it will mean different things to different people depending on what you are doing. But please open your eyes. The Holy Spirit will lead us. Collaboration. Seek collaboration. As the overflow is coming, if you want it to continue to increase and expand and not just waste along the line, 
you will need collaboration. Hallelujah. Imagine, for example, um, let me the, the, the um, simple things that we cannot understand. You are running a business. You have a business name. You register a business name. And then you, 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 they start calling you for businesses that um, that registration of business name is not going to handle the game. You need to register a limited company. Hallelujah. That means that you need a lawyer or somebody to work. Now, you might have been running a kind, some kind of accounts and then money starts coming in hundreds of millions. And then you need to start running some other kinds of accounts for that kind of money. Am I, I making sense? I'm just giving simple, simple, simple. They can be actually more complex than that. I'm just giving simple an analysis. You need to seek collaboration. Start thinking large and wide. Amen. Am I making sense this evening? Hallelujah. Tell anybody, say seek collaboration. Now, the next point is a point that Pastor already spoke about. I think it was first service. Do good works. Say do good works. Help the needy. Say it now. Are we vexing? <laughs> do good works. Help the needy. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. It says, And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap. One of the ways to get harvest is this. Do not be weary in what? Doing good. Somebody say, do not be weary in doing good. Don't get all what God is going to pass through your hand. I like saying it that way because I believe God is passing more through our hands than he wants us to retain. So don't get everything that God wants to pass through your hands. You can't eat, you sit on the can. He says, only me, myself, and I. Do, do what? Do good works. Bless people around you. If you don't, if you have not learned anything from pastor, I think you should have learned it, but learned that by now. Practice it for you. Give people things that they don't expect you to give them. Shock people. Elevate people by blessing them. Because there is harvest there too. Hallelujah. Amen. Now my last point. Very important. Very important. Stay in alignment with the house. Tell anybody say stay in alignment with the house. I mean house of David. That's what I'm saying. In case I don't mean the house you are staying. <laughs> stay in alignment with the household of David. Whatever we are doing this year, do. Tell anybody say whatever we are doing this year. Do. Whatever pastor instructs. Do. Hallelujah. Remember, the word overflow is for the household of David. If you want to maximize that word, you have to stay in alignment with the house. Because some of the instructions that will come, will come because, you know, apart from the obedience to that instruction, it's also supposed to help us sustain the overflow. Hallelujah. Somebody has somebody um, um, instructions might be very simple. Bring somebody to church. Invite someone on Sunday and on Wednesday. Attend tribe meetings. 
sometimes we do not even understand somebody will attend tribe meeting that is where what god wants to give you is but i don't try meeting say mba i don't go go pay a meeting we so hallelujah sometimes in the instructions that we are carrying out we are bringing others into the experience that god has already brought us into but when we do not align with the house as we should so whatever pastor instructs tell them say whatever pastor instructs in this year do you know the way mary said to the servants whatever i asked you to do do because as we obey the voice of us the servant of god god has set in this house the overflow will become a, a, an experience for us not just a word hallelujah have i blessed someone tonight have we learned something tonight i might not have shouted and you know moved around and um hooped and all that but i believe i've done a step-by-step -step, um <laughs> explanation of how to sustain the overflow somebody say amen thank you for being a part of our broadcast you know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.